And hello everyone, welcome to the Now See Here BAM South edition. I'm Jack Chris, the Sunday edition, solo edition of course, and uh, we're glad to be with you. Just came in from a beautiful walk outside. You could not ask for more perfect past couple of November, late November days. The colors are just tremendous. And it made me think of something. I, I think a lot when I, when I walk and when I run. Uh, I try to anyway intend to do, I think, uh, some of my best thinking and reflecting. As I was walking along, I was tying in business and what we're trying to accomplish here and some things I want to accomplish uh, personally with what I was viewing around me. And if you hear, uh, hear Edgar in the background, that's Edgar, our mascot, having a drink of water, so excuse him. <laughs> um, I watched a uh, show this morning uh, on Russian television, the RT News Network, which is interesting to say the least. Uh, Larry King and many other uh, host, former hosts, have programs on the show, and uh, apparently they have a uh, studio here in America. One of the hosts is Chris Hedges, and he has a show called, I believe it's On Point with Chris Hedges. Uh, Hedges is a uh, very progressive leftist writer, but I've read most of his books. He's very depressing. Uh, he's an ordained minister, very depressing. He paints a, a bleak picture of, of things, but uh, there's a lot of truth in his works, uh, actually. And if you read them, you, some of the things he uh, writes about uh, can't be denied. But anyway, I was watching his show, and he had a novelist on, a gentleman from India, uh, whose name escapes me. I don't think I could pronounce it if I remembered it. And he was, at one point in the conversation, it came up that modern times, it seems, that, that there's a loss of awe and reverence. And that struck me. And it struck me as I was out in my walk just a minute ago. Uh, you know, to take the time and look at the, the turning of the trees, or, or now they've turned, the beautiful colors, to actually listen to a bird chirp or hear a child playing ball in the streets, which you don't hear nearly as often as you did when I was growing up in the 70s. Uh, you know, I think we're all going through right now political fatigue. Uh, I know I certainly am, and I try to avoid so much of this stuff. Uh, we have to focus on things that are important. And these days, for a lot of us, it's survival. It's keeping our businesses going. Uh, even that, I think, our business approach we can treat or we can learn to treat with awe and reverence. I've written elsewhere in another context, but it was about the beauty of capitalism. And one of the, to me, the great things about business, capitalism, the market, whatever you want to call it, is the actual beauty of the transaction that until recently with the, the wedding cake and the gay marriage thing was, was kind of smooth, always smooth. You know, you didn't have to agree with your customer. You didn't even ask them what their opinion was. Um, and, and if they were a different race, uh, unless you were just a total idiot and didn't want their money, the transaction was smooth. You generally, generally rather would smile and be polite because you wanted the customer's cash. Maybe it was genuine, maybe it wasn't, but oftentimes I think it would lead to uh, true, genuine human interaction. And even if it wasn't, even if it was a facade, that's sad, but it's better than being mean or cruel or uh, just ignoring people. In business, if you run a business or if you work for a business, you have to treat a customer with respect and dignity because you do want to make the sale. 
And that's one thing that I've always uh, and still admire about business, although now I think it's in a little bit of a different way because business may be our last saving grace, if you can believe it. Uh, you've got so many people decrying the market and capitalism, and they've got valid points when it comes to cronyism and other things. We won't get into to technical economic issues or even uh, social justice issues right now. But in terms of civility, uh, it's, it's no longer in media. It's no longer in the public square. It's gone. Uh, you hear the F word thrown around even by senior sen- senators these days. That wouldn't have been... Uh, imagine even what 10, 15 years ago, I remember being shocked uh, watching a, uh, a roast of President Clinton or something at the Friars Club or, you know, uh, a salute to the president. And I heard Robin Williams, one of the comedians at the uh, podium, uh, say shit, you know, and I thought in front of a president, but, you know, that's nothing these days. But the point is, you still have to have, when you're doing business with people, you're not going to try to offend them. You're going to try to please them and, and make them want to deal with you. And oftentimes, again, as I mentioned, when you do that, you can make a real friend or you can make a, a long-time customer, which in turn can, can be a friend, as I've done in business. I'm sure many of you have done it too. If you've been in business a while or even a short time, you make friends instantly often and sometimes they are friends that remain for a long long time it strikes me uh it it kind of goes hand in hand with what the the late jerry rubin said if you don't remember jerry rubin was one of the he and abby hoffman were you know two of the most radical guys in the world they were the founders of the youth international party the yippie party and uh, part of the uh, chicago eight uh, that were tried uh, you know for inciting riots at the Chicago 68 Democratic Convention. But Reuben, later in life, uh, became a businessman in Manhattan, uh, and he would debate his old uh, friend, Abby Hoffman, around the country, and he became a proponent of the market and business. I don't know if he ever went so far as to call himself a capitalist, a system he used to hate, but he may have. And I remember reading an interview with him where he said, I believe in making money now. I believe in, in making millions. And he became a millionaire, millionaire, by the way, before he was tragically killed in a jaywalking accident. Uh, because he said, that's the way things can change. Even if you are a social justice warrior, even if you are a hardcore progressive. I mean, Bernie Sanders is a millionaire. Uh, there are Democrats. I'm sure Elizabeth Warren is, is worth a lot of money. Uh, give Cortez time. If she's not already, she'll have a nice war chest. But, you know, of course, they're making their money in different ways than Ruben. Ruben used his name, I'm sure, but he had legitimate businesses and also did uh, did some uh, stockbroke, uh, stockbroker work, investing work. But his point was, in this interview I read with him later in life, was that he thought, look, it's it's better to simplify it. It's better to be rich or have a little money than to be poor. And you can change things if you have money, whereas you really can't change things if you're poor. Some of you may see that in indictment of the system, but I think I see what Ruben is saying. And I think many of you do too. That's why business always matters, hence BAM. And you know, that could also stand for Better Attitude Mississippi or uh, Better Advertising Methods. I kick that around from time to time, but 
I won't bam sound to, to be a lot of things. We'll be explaining those things to you in the coming weeks. I want it to be a website of information that is part of my mission, as part of my reflection of, of reverence, I guess, is to hopefully honor as the best way I can as a writer and as an interviewer those businesses locally here that are trying and, and doing the best they can under some difficult circumstances. As I've said before, we keep hearing how great the economy is doing, but where the boots are on the ground, uh, I'm not seeing it and hearing it as much, uh, or I, I hardly hear it at all. It seems the people who were well off are doing well, but those who were struggling um, are still struggling. And there's been a lot of displacement, and there's been a lot of creative destruction, as it's called, but it hasn't turned out to be so creative for a lot of people. And it doesn't look like it will be in the uh, short term, especially in the long term. That said, there are still mom-and-pop businesses here. We don't need American Express to tell us to shop locally. I think most of us would want to do it ourselves when, when we're able, when if we're able. I don't think it's a moral imperative. I don't... I shop Amazon, I shop at Chains, too. We all go to Walmart, we all go to Kroger, but I also go to Max Fresh Market a lot down the street, probably more than I go to Kroger. And I go to local restaurants like the New Eats Diner or Lulu Kebab uh, more often than I go to any chain restaurant. So all this uh, goes back to the awe and reverence. In a day and age when I read some, uh, something else the other day where a gentleman said, a theologian said, uh, you know, even the message of, of Christ, Jesus himself, and, and other great religious leaders have been reduced to, you know, feel good, self-help uh, uh, tripe. Uh, not Jesus' words or Buddha, but the people who are spreading these words. They've become hucksters. They've made millions themselves, and they're, they're using words that used to resonate with awe and reverence and really meant something to people and were handed down from, from the ancient times, words of wisdom. You know, holy words are now used as means of you know, feeling good about yourself or making more money or self-improvement. And that's really not what the message was initially. I'm no theologian, but I know enough about it and have studied enough theology to, to know that much. But what we have to do is work within the sphere of influence we have. And I guess I'm fortunate in a way that I have a, a little bit of an influence in that I can write. Hopefully people will read or listen to what I say. The competition is much more fierce. And if you say things positive, you're uh, usually drowned out by the voices that are not so positive, uh, let me say politely. Be that as it may. As business always matters. I'm just trying to find something with BAM on that. I want to thank those who have supported us from the beginning. And those like Joe T's Wine and Fine Wine and Spirits and Oxford Lafayette uh, uh, County Chamber of Commerce and Economic Development Foundation, SettleMyCase.com and uh, JH Architects, Bank First, uh, so many others out there. I don't have my list in front of me because, as you know, I, I do this off the top of my head. But the Carson Law Group and CC's Coffee House, and, uh, so many, Home First Mortgage of Mississippi, so many of you out there, we appreciate you. And we've got a lot of, I'm not going to say great things coming up, but hopefully po uh, positive things and things that may not bring awe and reverence to you, the reader, but might 
take you into the store of the person I write about or make you inquire more about their business or make you think more of them and want to reach out to them. And who knows, maybe we'll make a, you'll make a positive connection and it will be because of something you read or heard on BAM South and BAMSouth.org. I'm Jack Chris. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We'll be talking with you again soon. And we'll be doing some videos on BAM South. Be looking for those. In fact, we're filming in the morning. And I won't tell you who. I won't uh, tell you who we're filming. But uh, coming up on Thanksgiving week, so I'm sure we'll have a special edition of the podcast. And in the meantime, take care of yourself. Take a look around. Do like the great philosopher Mac Davis once, uh, once advised us to do in the 70s. And that is stop and smell the roses. I just did on my walk. And I intend to try and honor... Uh, my work a little bit more than maybe I have in the past. And uh, I look forward to writing and covering you as you do the same. Okay, folks, take care, and thanks for listening. I'm Jack Chris. Until next time, take care.